What is going on, everybody? It is Norm with Scruffy City Sports coming to you on a Monday evening. It is August the 23rd, and it's about 6 o'clock at night. How is everyone? How are you doing? How do I sound? Is everything going smoothly? I hope so. We're going to quickly, quickly, quickly run through this podcast today. I have got lots of things to talk about the Braves, but before that, let's talk about the Tennessee Smokies. It's been about two weeks since the last time I talked to you, and just quickly, I'm going to quickly run through it. The Tennessee Smokies, over that two-week period, went seven and six, <laughs> and so they are still in last place uh, of the AA North-South Division, and that's really all the time I'm going to give them uh, for this podcast. I don't really have a lot of exciting things to say about them. Their season is wrapping up. They have got two weeks of road games at the... Um, uh, Memphis, Memphis. I'm sorry, the Chattanooga Lookouts, and then they have a six-game set with the Lookouts and then a six-game set with the Rocket City Trash Pandas before they come home to wrap up their season in uh, the month of September. You can catch them if you've not caught them yet. They are at home the week of September the 7th through the 12th. Uh, and one special evening that if you want to get out there that I will remind you of from now until it happens is September the 10th. September the 10th against the Chattanooga Lookouts. That is Tony Vitello night or UT Appreciation night. They are giving away a Tony Vitello bobblehead. So if you are in the area and you're able to get there, that is September the 10th at 7 o'clock. I'm not sure what time gates open or any of that fun stuff. Once I get that information from them, I will gladly pass that along to you. But again, that's September the 10th, Tony Vitello night at Smoky Stadium against the Chattanooga Lookouts. After that, they have an away series, so that's the only week you'll be able to catch them, and then the season ends on September the 19th. So a little more than a month away of minor league baseball, and it is over. It is over, and we will start talking about something else other than the Tennessee Smokies. Let's quickly, quickly transition. I'm going to keep this podcast as short as possible today quickly transition over to my Atlanta Braves. It's not my. Let's not say my. I don't play for them. I'm not on their team. It's the Atlanta Braves. Let's go over to my coverage of the Atlanta Braves baseball team. All right, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it really quickly. Like I said, I want to just do positive things and positive really fast things. So since the last time we talked, which was two weeks, the Braves – which it's this is going to be really easy. Uh, over that stretch, they are 16 and two over their last eight games. So since the month of September started, they have lost two ball games, one to the uh, Nationals and one to the Cincinnati Reds. However, since August the 13th, they are on a non-game winning streak. They cannot be beat. Uh, they have a game later this evening with another team that's on a non-game winning streak, and that is the New York Yankees. Uh, a little fun fact for you. This is the first time since 1901, so 120 years ago, since two teams that have had a winning streak of nine games or longer have gone head-to-head to face each other. So that's kind of cool. A little history there between the, the Braves and Yankees. Uh, we shall see who wins tonight. Regardless of the outcome, the Braves have been on a tear. They have went from third place to first place in the National League East Division, and I couldn't be happier. Really couldn't. I've got some stats and things I'm going to throw out at you. I'm not going to bore you to death with a winning streak of nine games. There's, there's no need to talk about that. I am going to talk about Max Fried in just a second, but let me gather my notes here really quick. I want to talk about Braves hitting uh, really fast before we talk about Max Freed. 
Uh, I'm going to give you some stats uh, since the month of August. Uh, the Braves have cooled down a smidge when it comes to offensively since the month of August. Not a lot, but they have a little. Uh, good friend Frederick Freeman, is he's got a WRC plus for the month of August of 156 WRC plus. Again, 100 is league average, so he is, you know, Doing pretty good things uh, to have a 156. Over the month of August, he's got 26 hits, hits, three doubles, one triple, four home runs, and 11 RBIs. Uh, and he has only struck out nine times in 81 plate appearances. So pretty good. Freddie is doing Freddie things again. His slash line is a 351 batting average, a 407 on base percentage, a 581 slugging, which gives you a 988 on base plus slugging or OPS, one of my favorite stats of all time. Let's keep going down the list here. Austin Riley, uh, for the month of August, is batting a cool 338. Uh, his, his slash line, I'll give you that real quick, 338 slash line, 372 on base, 575 slugging for a 947 on base, OPS on base plus slugging. Whew, sorry, that one's always hard. I'm just going to say OPS from here on out. Hopefully you can get that. It's Oscar, Paul, Sam, OPS. Ozzy Oz- Albies, since moving to the uh, leadoff man, his, his, I think he's struggled. He's, it's not the best place for him. While, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do with it for now while old Ronald Acuna is out. Uh, and if you know, you know on the Acuna phrase there. Uh, while he's out, he's doing good things. He's, he's slug- he, I don't prefer him there, I guess is what I should say. I would rather see him somewhere else in the batting order. But we'll make do. He's got an 89 WRC+. plus. Again, league average is about 100. Um, he is, slash line is a 210. OBP is 286, slugging is 432, and OPS is 718. All in all, good things. Now, the man of the hour is young Dansby Swanson, and I would like to drink whatever he's drinking, eat whatever he is eating. He has got some of that, uh, as the kids used to say, mojo swag, uh, a little BDE running through him. Whatever him and Mal are doing, his lady friend, I'm not sure what they're doing, what they're eating, what, what songs they're singing at night. But he's on a tear lately. He's on a tear. He's got a 166 WRC plus for the month of uh, August. In that span, he's got four doubles, four home runs, 17 runs batted in. He's only struck out eight times, which is fantastic. Dansby has struggled uh, with strikeouts. At one point in time, he was leading the majors in strikeouts. It's good to see those numbers down. He's batting 365, an OBP on base of 422, slugging 581 with an OPS of 1.003. Fantastic stuff from young Dansby Swanson. Uh, here comes some of the trade pieces, which have looked phenomenal. And again, I apologize. I know I'm running fast here. Kind of kind of squeeze this podcast in as much as I can here. Uh, young Jock Peterson, since coming over to the Braves, and, and this is, again, just for the month of August, has a 107 WRC+. His slash line is a 213, 351 OBP, 404 slugging for a 755 OPS. Good stuff for Jock. Uh, Adam Duvall has arguably been the best hitter uh, in 2021, 2021, this year, this baseball season, 2021. Uh, he's done great things. Uh, I would love to take up a lot of your time and, and read you a lot of those stats. But anyway, I, I digress. The month of August, he has got five home runs, 17 RBIs, 11 base on balls. Uh, he, he only is is hitting a 191, but, but did you just hear what I said? Five home runs, four doubles, 17 RBIs. So what does it really matter? Flash line is a 191, 313, uh, slugging 471 for an OPS of 783. Uh, Jorge Soler, since coming over, he, this dude, 
I don't know what Alex Anthopoulos did at the trade deadline to acquire him for next to nothing, uh, but it's it's fantastic. Uh, his slash line is a 229, 360, 486 slugging, and an 846 OPS. Uh, he has had five home runs, three doubles, and nine ribbies for the month of August. Travis Darno, who's only been in action for six games, uh, he, he joined the club on August the 11th, but listen to what he's done in six games. In six games, he's had 29 plate appearances. He's got two doubles, two home runs, six RBIs, five walks, and he's batting at 292 batting average, 414 OBP on base, 625 slugging. That's just ridiculous. I understand this is an extremely small sample size uh, for an OPS of 1.039. I mean, it's unbelievable. really is. The Braves have found their stride. They have hit their stride. They are doing great things. They are phenomenal. They are on a tear. I, I know that if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I have begged and pleaded for them to go on like a 10, an 8-2 and two run, a 9-1, and one, a something and something, and they finally have done it. The Braves, since June the 16th, June the 16th, you ready for this? So just a little over two months ago, they were seven and a half games out of first place and in fourth place in the NL East. They were 30 and 35, so five games below 500 two months ago. It, since then, they are now 12 games over 500, 68 and 56, and have a five-game lead in first place in the NL East. It's just ridiculous. I understand that they have been playing some teams that are not that great, but you know what my good friend Dominic Toretto would say? Winning's winning. Did you hear that one more time? Winning's winning. Winning's winning. Winning is winning. It doesn't matter if they're playing the bottom feeders. Everyone has to play everybody here. Listen, the Philadelphia Phillies went out west to the West Coast and were playing the, the Arizona Snakes, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they got swept. The Diamondbacks have arguably one of the worst records. Well, it's not arguably. They had the second worst record in all of Major League Baseball, and they got swept. The Braves could have very easily got swept by the Nationals or the Marlins or the Orioles. But instead, you know what they did? They went on a nine-game, three-city sweep, something they haven't done since 1992. And you remember those teams from the mid-'90s if you're a Braves fan. So you need to applaud them. you got to take the good with the good. Dominic Toretto said it don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. While I understand that they're not playing the top-tier teams, they're about to. But listen – the Mets didn't do what they needed to do. The Phillies haven't done what they needed to do. We we made all of those games up by not playing division foes. People are, you know, the top teams in our division. We made this ground up by the bottom feeders, winning the games that we needed to win to keep us in contention. So I don't want to hear all the people on Twitter. Or you want to come after me and say it was just whoever. I don't care. I really don't. We had to win, and everybody has to play those bottom feeder teams. Do I feel bad that the Orioles have now lost 18 games in a row? Yes. Do I feel bad that they set a major league record for winning 16 straight games by more than one run? Yes, but you know what? As a Braves fan, I don't I mean, it's good. It's good. We've made ground. We've got a big lead. We're coming into a hard stretch of uh, our schedule. We've got uh, the Yankees tonight, two games set with them. Then we're off two days, which is random having two off days. Then we play the Giants. Uh, then we go to Colorado where Colorado is unbeatable in Colorado. Uh, and then we we're out with the West Coast folks, the Giants and the Dodgers and the Padres. So Schedule's going to get crazy. Still a lot of baseball to play, but I'm very excited with what the Braves have done. Now, one guy in particular that I really want to talk about is this guy right here. 
good friend, not Hans Zimmer, good friend of the pod, Hans Zimmer, but Maximus Freed did, I mean, it was like I was watching a baseball game from the mid-90s the other day. Maximus Freed threw a 90-pitch complete game shutout of the Orioles on Friday night. Unbelievable. When's the last time that you heard of an Atlanta Braves pitcher or a pitcher in the modern era in the last five or six years throwing a 90-pitch complete game shutout? It's fantastic stuff. I mean, I was really impressed. Love to see Max. He's he's kind of not had his great stuff this year, but it was when his when he's got that mid nineties fastball and he can throw in that big nasty hook of a curveball that he has at like seventy three, and you just watch it plummet. Oh, it's there's no no more beautiful of a thing on this earth than to see one of those high strike curveballs that starts at some guy's head and drops at the waistline. Than, than one of those things. It's a thing of beauty. If you get a chance, go. Pitching Ninja had some stuff on him, as always. Go out there and take a look because it's worth listening to this. Just just play Hans Zimmer in the background and just let this happen. All right, now real quick, I'm going to give you some pitching stats. Got in my feels over the weekend, and I wanted to get some updated pitching stuff. Uh, I'm using a new site for some pitching metrics, uh, Sabermetrics Hot Topic, uh, as some like to say. But let's talk about this. I'm going to run down the rotation as they pitch. So you've got Morton, Freed, Smiley, Toussaint, and then Huascar, Enoa. And I'm just going to give you their things, and then I'm going to give you his total as the starters. I didn't break this down for the bullpen because it got convoluted. And I'm going to be honest here, I was getting myself confused on some of the numbers. So we'll stick with the starting rotation for that. Charlie Morton, this is just for the month of August. So really, everybody's got about four games other than Huascar, who's just got one. So for the month of August, Charlie Morton has, and you all know what stats coming. Whip, my favorite one. Whip uh, is walks plus hits and innings pitched. He has got a dot eight seven five zero whip for the month of August. Let me let me say that again. A dot eight seven five zero whip. Anything under a one is considered elite in Major League Baseball. So what am I talking about there? In 24 innings pitched, Charlie Morton has allowed only 15 hits on five walks and accumulated 26 punch-outs or strikeouts uh, in that time period. It's just fantastic to see, really. He's, on average, giving up about two walks per nine innings. It's a little less than that, 1.88, if you want to come after me for that. Uh, And he has only allowed one home run in that span. Uh, And his ERA for the month of August is a 2.25. Moving on to Maximus Freed. And Max is really... Again, when you hear these numbers, he's done fantastic. His record, uh, and Charlie's record for the month of August, is 2-1. and one. Max's record for the month of August so far is 4-0. and oh. He's pitched 27 innings pitched. He's allowed 20 hits, only two base on balls and 20 hits. So that's when I give you this whip number, a whip of dot eight one four eight. That is his whip for the month of August. Just spectacular. Uh, he's also had 23 punch outs. He is uh, averaging about 7.67 strikeouts per nine, and he's allowing dot six seven walks per nine. So just fantastic. Max Freed, uh, just along with Charlie Morton, consistent Charlie, have really hit their stride in the month of August. Uh, let's continue on here. Drew Smiley, 
We all know Drew Smiley's woes that he had at the beginning of the season, but he has, he's turned it around. Now, his last several starts, he's not been able to get out of the fourth inning, so I, I don't know if he's working on some mechanic issues or what's going on there. Uh, I'm sure him and Rick Kranitz, the pitching coach, will, will figure it out as the season goes by because we're you know season's almost over. But anyway, he is 2-0 and uh, for his four games uh, for the month of August. He has pitched 19 innings, so you can you know see where he's, he's faltered there a little. He's given up 19 hits and 11 earned runs. Not the greatest, but you know the offense was there to pick him up, so whatever. Four walks and 21 punchouts. He's averaging uh, right under 10 strikeouts per nine innings, 1.89 walks per nine, uh, and he has a, his ERA is a 5.21. I skipped Max Fried's ERA. His was a .67 for the month of August. Now, you heard me right, a dot Six, seven. Continuing on, old Tukey Tucson, a uh, good friend of the podcast. Uh, he is 2-0 and in his four appearances for the month of August as well. 22 innings pitched. He's allowed 17 hits, seven earned runs, eight runs total, but only seven of those were earned. Four home runs, 10 base on balls, and 20 strikeouts. His numbers are not as great, but again, offense has been there to pick him up. Uh, his ERA for the month is a 2.86, and his WHIP is a 1.2273 WHIP for the month of August. Now, Waskar has only played in one game, and he's only pitched five and one-third its innings, but I'm still going to break it down to you and give you his stuff. Uh, he's allowed three hits, four strikeouts, one walk. Uh, he's averaging six and a three-quarters uh, strikeouts per nine. Uh, his ERA is zero, so you can't argue that at all. It really helps the numbers here when one out of five guys has a zero ERA. Uh, and his whip for the month is a 7500 whip for August. Now, what does all that mean in the grand scheme of things? I've done this as norm stat. This is not a fan graph stat. This is not a baseball uh, reference stat. This is norm. Norm calculated, got out the calculator, punched the numbers today. Uh, the team whip for the month of August is a .9863. Again, I told you earlier that elite is anything under one, and I would say our starting rotation is that if it's a .9863. Now, I understand Waskar is really throwing the curve here because he's only got the one start, but still, that's a really good uh, a sub-one whip for the team. Uh, they've went 10-1. and one. Uh, Charlie Morton is the only loss uh, for the month of that. I can't remember. I think it was Will Smith got credited for a loss, uh, a blown save not too long ago as well. So that's why if you're going, whoa, I thought they lost two games, that, that's where that's coming from. 10-1 uh, and one as a, a rotation staff. They have got 97 and a third innings pitched. Total batters faced were 379. They have allowed 74 hits, 26 earned runs, 28 runs total, but only 26 of those were earned. They've allowed 10 home runs, 22 base on balls, and 97 strikeouts. That's, I mean, that's not bad uh, as far as the numbers go. They're averaging uh, a little over eight and a half strikeouts per nine, only allowing two walks per nine. That's really good. This staff uh, at the beginning of the year was walking everybody, and now they've really settled in feeling good about themselves. They're allowing about one home run per nine innings, uh, and the staff ERA is a 2.198. It's fantastic things uh, that the Braves are doing. Now, with all that good stuff, still a lot of baseball to be played. I am not sure what's going to happen the rest of the season, but again, if you've heard me talk about this, I am enjoying the ride. I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. And remember, we're doing all this without Mike Soroka, uh, arguably maybe our ace. I, I'm, I'm really hoping we sign Charlie Morton. Uh, 
for another one-year deal if he wants to continue. Remember, Charlie Martin is my age. He's 38 years young. Uh, I wish I could still be out there throwing my professional knuckleball at 38. Dude's still bringing the gas, still touching like 97 uh, for that. And to be my age, is, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's eating. A lot of lean chicken breast, I guess, or something. You know, Mike Soroka's hurt. Uh, hopefully to see him back at the beginning of next year. Ronald Acuna is hurt as well. You know, it, it's hard to imagine where we would beat those two guys. And, and I'm not, I don't know what's going on with Marcelo Zuna. Have no clue. He's still on the 10-day IL. Dude's not played since May. We all know his his woes about what he allegedly did to his wife. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think it's safe to say he's probably not coming back to the team this year, or if ever. He still needs to be, you know, if a trial – I've not seen a trial date. I've not seen anything from MLB about Ozuna. So we'll go from that. It is what it is, I guess, at this point in time. But the Braves are doing great things. I'm excited to see what is ahead for us. Only got about six-ish, seven weeks left in baseball season. First of October, and it's over with. I would love to see the Braves uh, continue on that. 538, which is a betting site, uh, has the Braves now at an 86% chance to win the playoffs and an 84% chance to win the division. If you go back to June, uh, the, the date I gave you, June 16th, they had the Braves at only a 19% chance to make the playoffs and a 14% chance to win the division. So that's incredible uh, that they've, they've increased their odds that much just to continue. That is about all I have got for this evening uh, edition of Scruffy City Sports. This was episode 41. I want to say a special thank you to all my new listeners. You know who you are out there. And I am greatly appreciated for each and every one of your smiling faces and that you care so much to spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes with me and hang out and listen. Uh, I, I had a viewer reach out to me today, actually, and say, Norm, why is it on episode one, you've got that weird logo? And I was like, I don't know. But you know what? I fixed it just for you. So you can scroll through Spotify, go to episode one and see that it is the same logo that cr- matches correctly with all the other ones. Just want to say thanks to that. Bad QA on my part for that, but we've got it corrected now, and all things are great and grand. couple of news and notes. Uh, remember to check out scruffycitysports.com. You can see the uh, my writing, my horrible grammar and spelling and all that fun stuff. You can go there and pick on me for that. Do that. Episodes that are coming down the pike this weekend uh, at the latest, I am going to do a UT football preview. I know if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know how much I love UT football, but we're going to talk all things Joe Milton, Josh Heupel, offense, defense, look ahead at the schedule, look ahead at the 30-point favorite UT over Bowling Green. We are going to discuss all those things in a preview episode. And then, you know, football is a little less than two weeks or a little more than two weeks or I guess a week and a half, sorry. Uh, way we're like 10 days out we will discuss ut football uh and then we will probably do like what we did with the smokies going forward just a quick recap uh move on talk about ut football and braves baseball and i will probably start dividing those up so you can see on the feed that it's either football or baseball i'm sure you care about one more than the other but we'll we'll get there when we get there i want to say thank you again to all my listeners you know like comment subscribe all that fun stuff For Norm and Scruffy City Sports, I want to say thank you very much, and I will talk to all of you all on the next one. (laughs) 